Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, I, I thought I had a clever title for the show, and then Sly made it more clever. I was just going to call the title Pyros is Out, Litter Shit. And he's like, oh, I thought you were going to have something with memes in there. So now the title's Pyros is Out, Memes or Dreams, Litter Shit. We'll talk about Pyros. That's going to be the most of the show today. So let's let's do that because that's always exciting. Anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy. Perform, of course. Joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka you, my boy Blue. How you feeling? I'm doing pretty good. Tired as well too. I didn't even mention mm-hmm. being that tired yet. Yeah, but we're both tired. Yeah, I mean, I was streaming for like 12 hours, and then I ate a, I, for lunch. I ate a dish with rice in it, so I got a little itis going right now. Right. Yeah, it was it was banh mi chicken over white rice. Mm. It's a good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice, but you got the itis. Oh yeah, I got mega itis. Got mega itis, mega headache, and I got pyros on the brain. Because I hate to say it, but I kind of want to get back in there. <laughs> never I, thought you'd hear that, huh? Never, never thought you'd hear that, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's I couldn't put it more accurately. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's going to be the majority of what this show is about. I, I do want to eventually call attention to the activities that were unveiled for the FanFest, since yes. that is next week, uh, finally. You know, it feels like we've been waiting forever, but we're well on our way. I already know what's going through Sly's head while he's thinking of the activities. There's one activity in particular I know he's thinking about very intently, and he knows that I'm thinking about it, and he knows that I'm thinking about him thinking about it. But we'll talk about that later, Sly. Yeah, we will. Just why? Why not? Why? Why not? We'll, we'll talk about it. But yeah. Why not? All right. So uh, this morning, servers came up like 45, 50 minutes early. It's pretty normal on off patches. Whenever there's not like a tombstone reset, they just wait for like yeah. weekly reset to pass. And then the servers usually come back up. So uh, it wasn't too much of a surprise that it happened. And uh, okay. we very we pretty quickly got into Pyros. I don't know what when you at. Did you get started... You only did two lockouts, so I'm assuming you just got started around your normal time. Uh, about an hour early, I went and woke up, vote, voted, and then came back and loaded on. So, I see a little sticker. Yeah, you got it. He's smiling, smiling. Uh, and very quickly, we began to unravel the mysteries of all the things we'd been hearing about Pyros. All the uncertainties, all the doubt, and thus far, we've come out with something that is, how do I want to put this? The most, yeah, better, but Pagos is a pretty low bar for that, so I feel like we need a better, that's like, when something's at a zero, a one is better, right? Pyros isn't a one. So I don't just want to say better. I want to say it's the most tolerable of all the it's Eurekas bad thus that far. You had to, it's bad that you had to say tolerable. Well, I mean, there were some good positive points today where I didn't expect there to be positive points. So, true, true. Um, But I'm uh, still... Eureka is still Eureka, though. Yeah, it is. And not a lot of negatives, though. If anything... I really only have one negative about Pog- I mean, Pogos, Pyros. I, I've done that um, so many times today because of... I know. Yeah. It's very easy. Yeah, Pyros, have, Pogos. 
only have one real negative. But otherwise, it's been mostly positive. I'll say this. The the start to it was basically the start I had for Animos and Pagos. It was just you, you go in asking the usual questions because you join a group. You, you either, you know, have a group already together or you join a group when you get in there. You, you ask the usual questions. Where are we going? The fuck are we doing? Why the fuck are we here? Okay, now where are we going? Like, seriously, what the, the fuck are we doing? And we're doing turtles for an hour. So. Can I get that as a quote for all of Eureka, please? <laughs> Why are we here? What, no, what are we doing? Where are we going? Why are we here? No, really, where are we going? We're killing turtles for an hour. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the beginning of all the Eurekas. I missed the beginning of Onimos, but for Pagos and Pyros, and yeah. The, you pretty much take what you remember of how the previous zones worked, and you try to apply it to the first places you want to visit. Um, some people also, you know, data mine information about the fates, like the mm -hmm. description to try and figure out what level they are, what kind of monster they are, maybe what, and to try and determine what kind of monsters we're going to have to kill. And um, I think that's where Pyro, I think Pyros escalated a lot quicker than Pagos did on its first day in terms of yeah. the amount of discovery that was actually accomplished now, by the majorities. Now, do you think that's because we're so used to the system already? We've done this two other times that we're just, you know, we, we know what to do. We This ain't our first rodeo. Yeah, I'd say at least for trying to figure out NMs, like you already know the first monsters that spawn NMs are going to be level 40. So you can just look at the pool of monsters that are level 40 and then just kill them. And then if people have been doing data mines, eventually it gets around, you know, oh, this is an undead monster. So you go, okay, so we probably need to kill this. Let's try that. Oh, look, it worked. Now what are the, what, you know, what level 41 monsters do we have available? What's level 41 boss? Oh, okay, well, here's this. So... Um, and that seemed to come together a lot earlier in Pyros, from my experience. I feel like we got off the ground running a lot more. Like, Pago's first day was just... <sighs> I, was, I was so just... I, I knew how I felt. Like, there were some things that I tried to say, oh, these could be positives if they were done differently, but they aren't being done differently, so they're not. It's the worst. <laughs> we had a pretty negative show about Pago's. When it came yeah, out. we did. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. A, it, let's just remind. It, it was so bad. Everyone's like, "I'm going back to Animos for the first five levels. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not. The first five levels of, of Pagos can suck my dick. I'm going back to Animos. Challenge log NMs. Don't care. I'm going back. And I only got like three at levels out of Animos for Pagos, so I wasn't there for long. But still, yeah, that's embarrassing though. When it's like so not exciting that you go back to the old one because it's just more tolerable yeah and pyros i I almost made that decision i almost went back to Animos just to do the challenge log before i even went into pyros and i'm glad i didn't do that yeah yeah i'm so glad you didn't do that. i'm very glad you i didn't do that up. yeah you would've, would've up. it would have been a pretty bad idea in, in retrospect because of just how efficient early Pyros was compared to early Pagos. Um, so let's, we got to hit on all the points. We obviously got to talk about Logos actions. We got to talk about bun the changes to the bunny fates. We got to talk about how all the buffs across all the Eurekas have kind of affected Pyros. We have to talk about spawning NMs. We have to talk about traveling around Pyros compared to Pagos. 
um, which we still don't know everything about, but we could probably wager a guess. And yeah, uh, I mean, we've been around. We've yeah. been around. I don't know about you, but we've been like I've got a. I won't say a lot. There are still a few places I haven't mapped out, but I've been places. I, I've seen things. <laughs> I've seen things I don't want. I don't want yeah, to I know. I'm well aware of, of your adventures. You got to fight Batman and everything. Oh yeah. Oh man. All right. So so let's let's start with the basis because when you enter Eureka, you get hit with a wall of text. Because they want to make sure you understand the Logos actions immediately. And you know what? At first, I was like, oh my god, why is there so much text? But then I thought back to the other Eurekas and how I was so upset about how little they we interacted with like anything. Even all the way through to level 35. And mm-hmm. I was also fearing Logos actions were going to be like, we're going to have to wait until like, you know, maybe level 38 or level 40 to start using those. Because I thought back yep. to, to Pagos where it was like level 27? I think you could start, maybe, no, I think 25 you could start using the kettle for the light. So I thought they were going to lock that system out for the first, like, five levels, and I was just going to be like, all right, it's going to be Pagos for the first five levels. And they don't. They give you a full explanation. They they give you a free uh, logogram so you can see how it works. It's Paralyze, which I thought would be a weird choice, but worked really well, actually. It, yeah, it's not bad. What, what is it, a minute Paralyze? It's a minute Paralyze. On one target, you get 99 charges. And if you stick three paralyzes in the thing, it becomes an AOE paralyze for a minute, by the way. Now, getting it might be getting ahead of myself a little bit. The down the only downside, and this is my one downside to Pyros in, in general, is the fact that, you know, in the beginning I had a, a few um logo sections. And I was like, hmm, okay, I got the I got the um Tank one, I can't remember the name. Plate bearer. Thank you. Um, I'm very familiar with plate bearer by now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to try it out and see. So I click on it, and then the paralyze I had completely disappears. You don't get it back. Whatever, like what happens is, like, okay, say you have all three of your logos actions in, and you already have one act. You want to switch out to one, you will permanently lose the one that is active. It won't go back into your actions or anything. You just lose it outright. And I thought they could have, you know, maybe just put it back in your Logos action just to keep at a later time. No, you just lose it. Yeah, I mean, we knew that we knew well in advance that was going to be the case. They, when they were first explaining Logos actions to us a little while back, they explained that um, you would be overwriting the old ones. Uh, I do agree that it, it is a little annoying. Uh, there's a few minor inconveniences with the Logos that... Again, at the first few levels, I thought they were inconveniences. Then I learned how to farm logograms, and I realized I have way more of those things than I'll ever fucking need. So I'm not too worried about it right now. Like, that's not the only thing. That's not the only thing. Also, when when the instance ends or you exit it, you lose anything that's already used, and it's a duty action. Mm -hmm. So you can't, like, use one and then not use any of the other charges. You're going to end up just wanting to burn through the charges while you're in that instance because it's going to be gone by the time you exit. They want you to be very... uh, They don't want you to be frugal with it. By the time they get you through the whole instance, they're like, okay, you probably... Unless you never died and never lost these effects, like the wisdom effect, you probably should just use them all. So... uh, But yeah, no, that's... I do agree. That's kind of a minor... Thing. And I feel like that's that's so far the big thing with Pyrus. There's a lot of minor things with only one major thing remaining for me, which we'll get to a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I mean, they start you off by teaching you about Logos right away. And I was glad they did that because 
Logo, the logo system has been hilarious. Hilariously entertaining and has made the beginning of Pyros a lot better than the previous two iterations. Agreed. Agreed. I think it'll even stick around for like the later portions of Pyros as well, uh, depending on what you know logo sections you have. But yeah, it's definitely well utilized. Yeah, uh, it's it does have some tie-ins that we, we need to see because uh, obviously information is surfacing about the relic weapon, regardless of whether it's from in-game experience or data mining. And uh, before you can even attempt your relic upgrades, you need 10, 20, 30, and 50 Logos actions collectively. Now, those are unique Logos actions that you've made, not like ones in your inventory. So there's a fifth, there's a total of 50 actions. So in order to finish your relic, you need to have made at least one of every action. Even if you're not using it, if you destroy it, doesn't matter. It needs to be registered as a completed craft, pretty much. And there's some concern over how that how grindy that may or may not be. We don't know because currently I have find no issues with farming logograms. I've gotten them from NMs. I've gotten them from bunnies. You get them from bunny boxes. I get them from sprites. I get them from killing random enemies. Fuck, you don't even have to be there. No. If you're in a, if you're in a party and your party's there and I noticed this as I was leaving, like I went back to camp, free logograms. You don't even have to be there. I mean, it's a dickish way of getting logograms, but free logograms. <laughs> yeah, I don't think your party's going to let you stick around for logogram farming like that, Sly, so no, maybe you shouldn't no. consider that just, a I was in the process of leaving anyway, but still, free logograms. Thanks, um, Thanks by the way. Yeah, and there's also some other concerns. There's been some information surfacing about a Pyros kettle um, and about the relic weapon itself potentially having randomized stats where you need to re-roll the stats using light. I haven't experienced that yet. I can't comment on it yet. I don't know how bad it's going to be. I don't know if it's even an accurate description of how it's going to work. All I know is the first step requires 150 Pyros crystals, which you get pretty much at the same rate as Pagos crystals, except NMs, which we'll talk about, spawn a little bit faster. A little bit faster in Pyros. A little bit. A little bit faster, if I may say so myself. The trick... The train will be coming back. Long, long live the train. <laughs> long live the train. <laughs> hey, you chuckle fucks, goddamn. All right, all right, yeah. Um, so, so let's let's kind of get back on track here. So, uh, logos actions, since they're the first thing they talk about, I think we should probably dive a little deeper into those first. So, logos is a system they've been talking about for ages, and for the longest time, the only description they gave was it'll let you be one role, but play as another role. For example, you could be a monk with provoke, or you could be a warrior with cure. And we're just like, what the and fuck are you accurate. talking about? <laughs> I mean, and now that we've experienced that, it's, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's 100% accurate and not shitty in any way. <laughs> no. Not yet. I don't know why we overcomplicated it. Like, we, like what the fuck do you mean? Well... Well, we started thinking about, like, if you give a warrior cure, like, how potent is that cure? You know how they solve that? They just give it, like, nine to 12,000 potency because you have no intermind. So you just crank the potency up to thousands. It's like PvP potencies to make up for the fact you don't have any stats in them. So they, I mean, it's it's straightforward. I mean, there's even, there's, like, a healer DPS one that increases the healer DPS by 60%. There's a tank one that increases DPS by 40%. There's a tank one that lets you get, as a DPS or a healer, gets you bonus HP and defense. Then there's straight-up actions like Cure, 
protect. And this is a protect that stacks on top of the normal protect, so it doubles up. You can get, like, bonus accuracy, reduce evasion on enemies, which is actually useful here because of some other changes that they've made. Um, and it just... These actions, especially if you use a lot of the more damaging or debilitating actions, you just mow through enemies. Even the ones that are five... You can do monsters that are six levels over you fairly reliably if everyone has the right actions. And I think that's why this is being more tolerable. Yeah. Again, and and like you said, it's really straightforward. Uh, We didn't expect it to be this potent, I guess. Like, we wouldn't... I, we didn't expect to get a lot of use out of it. And like I've gotten use out of it in certain ways, m- more escape than anything because I haven't gotten a lot of um, actions as of yet, but it's, it's really good for traversal too. When you're going around in places, you there's a stealth known. one that I didn't even realize there's a stealth I one. Just, I was talking about stunt. Uh, the stun, the paralyzed one, the stun one are pretty good for traversal if you're trying to get away from something. There's If there's a stealth one, perfect. Go wherever the fuck you want to go. I think I saw someone using a stealth one and they were still running. They were still moving pretty fast. I don't think it actually... I think it's like the stealth one from uh, Heaven on High, where like you keep your movement speed, you're just invisible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts... There's 50 actions total. I only know maybe like 20 to 25 of them. And I've gotten so much use out of them. I mean, pretty much every group I've been with, the tank maybe takes one that increases their tankiness. So you can do mobs that are like six levels over you instead of five. Uh, If you do five levels over you, almost everyone I know just takes like DPS actions, like the one for the tank doing more damage. There's one that lets DPS do 12% more damage. Um, Healers do 60% more damage. So it seems everyone's taking those and then zerging the higher level mobs down much quicker. Which is resulting in faster chains, which is a little bit more relaxing. And then some people take paralyzes. I know, like, I took protect because of the double protect. Because then I could just regen, right. and they they barely take any damage from mobs that are five levels over. Some people took raise out of necessity just because we lost some. Our bard, our bard took it just in case yeah. while we were running to NMs. He just wanted to be an extra raise. Yeah. That was great. Or people... Or we got people in the party and they were trying to get to us and they couldn't teleport yet. Um, and somehow, some way, they got fucked up on the way. We just go back and raise them. Yeah. There's just a lot of reasonable uses here. That The big thing is that it doesn't detract from the way you're already playing the class. Which mm-hmm. was kind of the concern that I had when they started talking about like DPS, like a monk tanking, for example. But with a monk tank, for example, you'll use... Uh, dual Logos actions, which you also unlock relatively early. You unlock them at 38 from the level 38 quest. That's when you can start using two Logos actions on on uh, one set bar. Uh, it starts coming with a little bit more risk because you have a chance of failing the crafting. But it's also a lot stronger. So what you'll take is one Incense L and... Th- is it three? I think you can just go one Incense L, one Plate Bearer. And you'll have 3,000 more defense, 50% more HP, and provoke. So that's how, like, a ninja or a monk would go about tanking. But they still just play exactly the same. You just have to hit the provoke action every 20 seconds. And as long as they don't die with plate bearer, they'll be fine. So it's pretty flexible. I mean, I could do it as white mage if I wanted to. <laughs> I, could, I could be ghetto paladin. Is that what we're calling it, ghetto paladin? I mean, I'm cloth paladin. 
as far as I'm concerned. Scuffed, scuffed Paladin. Yeah, yeah, Scuffed Paladin. There you go. So, yeah. yeah, it's just there's all this flexibility with it. And the big thing is, is I thought Logos or Logograms were going to be rarer. That was the big concern I had is that Logograms were going to be no. like few and far between. They're not. <laughs> so you want to hear how you get these Logograms like crazy? My favorite cereal. Um, I assume you just be there. Kind of like the hot chick at the bar rule. You just you're just there and you get shit. Yeah. So, so Sly, so here's the secret. You ready? Don't tell anyone. All right. All right. So okay. elemental sprites guaranteed drop five logograms every kill as long as you're equal to or higher than your level. Okay. That's from chain zero to nine. From chain eleven to uh, from chain ten to nineteen, they guarantee ten logograms and from chain 20 to 29 i i think 30 might be 20 logograms but i know 20 to 29 is 15 logograms now i haven't killed any ice sprites yet they are there they're in the volcano i'm fucking stupid but yeah they're in the volcano of all places the ice sprites and uh wind sprites gave conceptual logograms thunder sprites gave fundamental logograms and ember sprites i think also gave conceptual logograms all right chain 30 is 20 indeed according to jack um, and then on top of that, I've had random enemies give me fundamentals. I've had uh, bosses and bunnies give me curatives. Uh, you get... Uh, I can't remember what... I think... I don't remember if it was imperative or incidentals from heat-warped lockboxes, which come from mutated mobs. Um, they're just all over the place. <laughs> so many memes! Everywhere! memes now we'll see how i feel about this when i need to collect all 50 to finish my weapon and that's just to qualify to i don't do my think weapon. it's gonna be that bad i really don't think it's gonna be that bad i don't think it'll be that bad only because i already know there's a discord that covers like all the the trial and errors of eureka they have for all the previous ones um and they're compiling a list of crafts that work so you'll know pretty much what you need to do if you want to complete all 50 Oh, yeah, mitigative logograms drop from turtles. That was another one that I got. Mitigative, so the so the tank ones. So turtles, the turtles were fucking amazing. I leveled off the turtles for like a good 30 minutes. The chelones. Mm -hmm. Dude, those things were dope EXP. Did you die to a stomp? Is that why you're salty? No, I'm just I'm just salty because for because I was trying to do log. I was trying to do challenge log. It get took it didn't take me that long to get through turtles and like get that one done and then you know i did a party party fell apart after we did an nm party fell apart after nm okay i'm looking for a new party okay i'm done with water can i can i there's these lightnings down here and there's sprites too um can we get those like sure and then we just keep moving on walking on and somehow some way we ended up back at turtles and this was like at least three other groups that happened i'm like can we just can I do something other than turtles, please? Turtles are really good. That's why there's probably those group students. Because those turtles are really good. They adapt, which means they don't change element. Mm -hmm. And they're just worth... They're so easy to kill them. They're worth so much EXP at, like, levels 35 and 36. It's insane. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just... I need to see how the logo system feels. Because eventually it might just feel redundant. Like, I don't know, like, I'm always taking the same two, or I don't really need to adapt the situation very much with, with the logos, but it doesn't help 
I mean, it doesn't hurt that the worst experience I had with Pagos, which was the grinding, it's incentivized a little bit more by having logograms be able to drop. And it's made a lot faster because of the Logos actions. So the Logos actions so far are complete positive for me. Super skeptical about them going in. If these had been in all the Eurekas, or if I could even use these in the old Eurekas after getting on the Pyros, I would have had an immensely better experience across all of Eureka thus far. Yep. Agreed. 100%. So that's a start with Logos. Now we get to start talking about the actual early levels in here. And the first thing we need to talk about, the first thing you'll ever do or see or experience, other than turtles, is bunnies. Bunnies. I was um, I was actually a bit skeptical about bunnies because I didn't really do bunnies in Pagos because really... Sly, I'm going to let you in on another secret. No one did. Nobody did. I mean, you probably did it once just to see what it was like, and then you got you got a chest, and that was it. You did one or two bunnies, and that was it. People are really hype about these fucking bunnies, dude. Well, you know why they're hype? Because there's hairstyles and mounts tied behind the bunnies, actually, and the chest that they give. But the bunnies early on. I'll say this. Like, you you go in, you, you do a bunny fate, and you're just starting out. The bunnies are fucking dicks. Yeah, they always are. They always are. They want to take you to the worst part of Pyros. Absolutely. So early on, it, it's 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 probably it's probably going to be a little bit um, of a bad experience for you. But I'd say as you level, it's not so bad. Usually when usually when now when people finish the bunny fate, you have like a couple groups of people going off in the same direction, so you're not alone. Like you're not you're not going to be suffering alone if you go off and try to find your chest, um, but uh, as far as like XP, what is it one twentieth of the level, I believe? No, um, it's three hundred forty four thousand EXP. Flat, flat. Per, like, That's good. as long as you're level thirty five. Okay. It's three hundred forty four thousand every time. Yeah. So. I mean, okay, sure. Yeah, and uh, I mean, realistically, I look at the bunnies as a nice way of supplementing the earliest levels. Um, problem with the bunnies, you still don't get one every single time. That's that's something that's always tedious. I always said that even if they just gave a little bit of EXP, I wouldn't be as bothered by that. And that's pretty much what they've done here. They patched EXP yeah. into the bunnies back in Pagos. It's not a lot, but they patched them in. And these ones give 344,000 EXP. They give some tombstones. They can give you logograms just from the straight-up kills. The bunny boxes themselves can also give logograms on top of uh, glamour items or uh, the mounts or or any of that stuff. So, and the hairstyle, which is apparently one of the other big things that people are going nuts for because another hairstyle locked behind Eureka, you know? And I mean, it was nice for the first, because for the first two levels, I just basically was in that area fighting the boots to try to spawn the first NM or, you know, maybe killing Thunder Sprites not too far away to spawn the second NM. So it was always easy to just kind of cycle back to them after a chain 30. Like every chain 30 took about 10 minutes just cycle back to them, kill it, go back. And it was just like supplementing the EXP with a little bit of bonus rewards in there as well. The only thing that could still be better is if it gave Pyros crystals. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Just one. Just like because the level of the other level 35 boss gives one. 
just whatever. It even gives lockboxes, which is not too bad. Uh, regular Pagos lockboxes. And it was it was just, it was nice to see it addressed. It was a huge complaint back in Pagos, and they at least gave it something here. And I feel like that's the theme for Pyros in general. It said I feel like they've taken all the the grievances we had from Animos and Pagos and have put it into um, put the solutions into Pyros, Ma- like majority of, them. but mostly grievances from Pagos. Pacos. Mostly. And that felt like kind of the theme here. Just like everything I said I didn't like about, almost everything I said I didn't like about Pagos has in some way been remedied here while still kind of trying to capture the essence of what they wanted you to do in Pagos. It's just done so much cleaner here. And again, I think the Logos actions are the major player here that just make it so much more tolerable. But once you're done with the bunnies, probably doing challenge logs in the area. Still good. Yep. Ch- challenge yep. logs. At this point, challenge logs, I've kind of been reminded about how much they buffed the earlier Eurekas. And they buffed them again this patch. They made monsters that are higher level than you. They they boosted the EXP that they give. They boosted the potion of harmony to be 10% bonus EXP, which is equal to the buff the I fairy gives you. So the fairy gives you 10% buff. Potion of harmony gives you 10% buff, so you can get 20%. Yeah. Which is nice. Though they're like 45, 50k. On my server. And you can get all the materials from them from the pot from the Pyros lockboxes. You don't need to do the bunnies. Because I've gotten all four materials at this point at least once from the Pyros lockboxes. So uh, shouldn't mean the availability of the items to craft them, even though they're going to be a little bit more desired, will probably also they'll probably also be easier to make. Uh, but after you're done with the challenge logs and whatnot, I mean we got to worry about NM spawning, man, because Pagos. <sighs> I mean, everyone said long live the chain. Ooh, yeah, let me just stay here and just like wait on. Just, man, hit something and just wait and just wait. Wake me up when NM gets here. And yeah, Pagos, yeah. man, man, spawning NMs and Pagos. Oh, like even to this day. It's just, I've read what people say about spawning the NMs, like, with regards to, like, bunny fates affecting it and how many monsters you actually need to defeat. And I'm just like, fuck it. That's it. Fuck it. Fuck it. It was just terrible. Those first, that first day, the first few days, even when we knew what to do, or we thought we knew, because, you know. We're just. And we, we all said we just well, we're, we're just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. It has to get better. And it did. It took it took a little while, but it did. This time, no. No, there's no waiting. These shits come out really, really fucking quick. You don't even have like you hardly have to do anything to get an NM to spawn. I had one it, NM that was a bit of a pain. I don't know if it had a weather condition tied to it. The level 39 NM, we, we did like multiple chain 30s and the other groups did them too. And, we ne- and it took until we one? left the instance to spawn. Which one? Uh, it's an, I think it's an owl. Oh no, I yeah. think it's a, I think it, it's a, tra- I don't know. It's, it's, you, it's, you kill tomes. You kill fucking books. The owl, it. the owl is from, from tomes. I didn't get the owl yet. We were, I think they were going to try to spawn it. Nobody did. So. Yeah, 
We we tried and we didn't. But literally, we left and it spawned. Like after we had done like multiple chain thirties, other groups had done multiple chain thirties. We were we literally left the instance that spawned ten seconds later. We couldn't get back into that instance either. But like the very first NM is spawned off the boots, the undead, and in Anomos, undead usually had a pretty good track record of spawning quickly. That was the, I kind of always said yes, we can do the undead. They almost always spawn fast. It was always like a guaranteed way to get some just get some exp and whatnot it, it's kind of gone back to that here as well uh the boots first nm that spawns it's the last boss of siren song c i was not ready for that thing to give 2.4 million exp me either out of 6.8 million at 35 yeah you look at the xp at, off the first nm you do and it, and some people that wasn't their first nm but even still like the first nm you do and you see the xp you're what? You mean I don't have to go back to Pagos? You mean I can actually stay here and and you know kill stuff efficiently and we we can actually spawn in M's? This is fucking great. It also was good. really nice to get the Ashkin uh challenge log done so early. Challenge log out the way. Yeah. Done. Uh Jeez. And it was, I mean, it was obviously like all the NMs are before anyone's done them before. You know, as much as we've all seen these NMs before in some shape or form, everyone just, their brains stop working when they go into Eureka, mostly because of well, boredom, but, you know. That, but, I mean, let's be honest. It, it, is it really a good thing to give a quote-unquote fate boss a, a forced march slash forced rest- force retreat and then put mechanics on it it's not so here's the thing i would be okay with it because most people just sit in melee range and don't pay attention anyway so with a stack marker you're probably just going to all be stacked up anyway however but you're not going to be going the right way that's the thing however my bigger concern is a forced march and a forced retreat when people have a bad habit of running ads into the middle of every boss and now the boss is like i'm gonna make you go get those ads for me Yep. Yeah, he uh yeah, he feels feels pretty bad. <laughs> but I mean it's whatever, you know, you laugh about it, you die a few times, you say stop pulling everything into the group. You start coming up with your own strategies like no, fuck you it. Say that in, you say that in every NM that you see because you'll have that one person or a couple of people who will pull everything as See, they're, but they're getting- doing it on pur- a lot of people are doing it on purpose. Like you can tell when people are doing it on purpose versus when people are just like trying to get to the boss as quickly as possible. A good example is uh, Grand Duke uh, Batum or Batman, mm-hmm. as we call him. There's no way to pull anything in that fight. You need to be low on HP and run into the room or. You need to go out of your fucking way to get one of those things. Because there's so much space to fight him that's nowhere near anything. Right. However, just to the north of him is a, is a, our fun little friends, the Sleeping Dragons. I wouldn't... I may be accusing somebody of deliberately upsetting that dragon and seeing what would happen if they brought it into the Notorious Monster. I would I may be accusing somebody of doing that. Now I don't know who, but I feel like the only way that happens is if you did it on purpose. <laughs> Cause it's not like right next to him. It's like a good like 12 seconds yeah, away. It's a, it's it's around the corner. I know where that dragon is. 
Like, first of all, yeah. First of all, what the fuck are you doing there? He's <laughs> like, nobody should be there right about now. I mean, unless you're like exploring, which fine. But no, why the fuck are you there? And yeah, like that's that's that was pretty much on purpose. The only thing <laughs> I could think of is there is a telepoint to the northwest, and somebody uh-huh. running down from the telepoint to grab. But there, it's such a huge area. Like it's it's like running to King Igloo and Pagos. Like yeah. you just have to forget they're there, and then that's it. You're you're probably gonna aggro it. Mm-hmm. But man, that's uh, it's. I killed so many NMs today. It felt so good. Yeah. And we know so many spawn conditions, like, pretty definitively already. We know Boots are for the level 35 NM. We know Thunder Sprites are for the level 36 NM. We know that uh, Pandas are for the level 37. We know Valkings are for the level 38, right next to the... I Dude, I literally have never been more angry at a random monster than I am at Valkings. What the fuck? Like, I swear to God, our tank, our tank, uh, we had a party. Um... We tried to do it without a healer, which was very smart. So fucking smart. And Dude, just bring okay, Logos right, actions. Fine. That's what it's for. Yeah, bring Logos actions, sure. So we were like, okay, let's just wait for the healer to get here because the healer had a rough time getting there at the beginning. Okay, now we can do Valkings. No, the fuck we can't. <laughs> the, the healer, like, the tank was getting murked even with a healer. They're like, yeah, we're going to need another healer. Yeah, yeah, we had to have like two healers like focusing tank just for him to actually survive the one fucking Valkyrie. Like, seriously, what the fuck? I've never yeah. seen a little, little some bitch like hit so fucking hard. So that's not why I don't like them. I don't like them because Calcabrina has a fun little mechanic called tag. And you have to run away from her for 10 seconds straight. And if she touches you, she just starts baby wailing all over everybody. Oh, yeah, she starts twerking. Yeah. And people really like go running to those Valkings when they're trying to run away for tag. You know who gets aggro on those Valkings? The healers. Yeah. Oh, you went in as healer. Ooh. I always go in as healer to Eureka. Because I want to be a res machine, but I don't want to be a red mage. Yeah. Man. You know how many times I have not seen those Valkings and then Punched in the fucking face. I might want to be a puppet master. These things are making me change my fucking mind. <laughs> hey, that was that's hey, probably the most annoying boss so far. You know, the thing is about the Calcabrina is honestly running away for tag is fucking stupid. With your level I mean, here's the thing. When people are not level 38 yet, it makes total sense. Once you're level 38, mm-hmm. that little baby whale does like no damage. It does like five thousand a tick or something. And just fucking heal through it. I don't want to. I don't want to take the chance of people running all over the. Fu- we were pulling her behind the house just so nobody would fucking. That's what, that's what I think we were trying to do, but we pulled her around the house. Like we, she did a full loop around the house. Well, what happens is she goes to tag somebody, and the tagged person runs <clears throat> around the house. Is what usually happens. But I mean, it worked for us. I mean, when we we actually pulled it early with just like like twelve to sixteen people, and it was fucking smooth. The tags were fine. The fucking, you know, none of the mechanics were hard to do behind the house. Then when everyone else showed up, people were like, why the fuck are we behind the house? And I'm like, because the bad guys are over in front of the house 
And that's where all you fuckers want to keep pulling her. <sighs> if we all stand behind the house, it's like Fafnir when everyone's on in one place back in Onimos. Fafnir was super easy. You know when Fafnir was at its worst? When people were all over the fucking place. Because she'd just turn and, like, decimate everybody. But having any semblance of organization in, in, in Eureka is just not a thing. Which is why the fourth now, zone has been this. really concerned. I will say this in general about all NMs. Um, people don't have a tendency to kill ads first. We kind of learned this the hard way with the level 37 one. And, like, okay, you're going to have to kill the the regular pandas because they're just you're just wailing on everybody please kill the pandas why the fuck are you not killing the pandas i swear that nm lasted at least i want to say 20 something minutes when it shouldn't have <laughs> see what i do sly what what i do once i'm like in my like the middle level range and i'm killing the low level nms I level sync and land a hit, and while the rest of my party is killing the boss, I unsync and just start killing ads because I'm like so over leveled to the monsters that I can just mow them down in like no time at all. So you you get your credit and then you just start killing ads. Yeah, pretty that's pretty much what I always do. I just get my credit, start killing ads because I don't want to be level synced and dealing with those ads. I'm not trying to lose my wisdoms. All right, I'm trying to keep those fucking things. And these motherfuckers ain't making my life any easier. I'm going to make my life. I'm going to take control of my life. Good. It's my life to live. It's my life to lose. And I ain't going to lose shit. Y'all don't want to fucking kill ads. Y'all don't want to fucking kill ads. I did. Yeah, the one I did that the most for Anonymous was Polly. That was probably the one I did it the, for the most. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate for Polly. Um, what's another one? Uh, the level 39 one is the owl. You kill the tomes. That's over by one of the level 37 quest objectives. Uh, yeah, the level 41, you kill troubadours in the volcano, which are nighttime only mobs. That spawns Batman. Uh, level 41, you need to kill island handers, which are like flying type enemies. Level 43, I think, is fire crabs to the north of the third etherite. Level 42. Oh, I, I can't I, it slip in my mind level 42 one we 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 passed by the monsters for that one uh but yeah like we've got so many nm spawns and it's just like oh yeah, i do like a scorpions there you go scorpions for for that one like you just which we know everything <laughs> they're so easy to spawn i kill like 20 enemies and i get the nm to spawn and i'm like yeah sometimes it surprises the shit out of you like all of a sudden um, notorious monster just pops up and like you're like yeah we'll chain 30 this. on these while we wait for the nm to sp oh it's chain 12 yeah and the <laughs> nm just spawned so yeah. that went better than expected to say the least and it's it's pretty nice now to be fair the level curve it it goes up it, it goes up pretty considerably you know, I think it's like 25 million EXP from 45 to 46, as opposed to the the 12 million. It's like it is for me from like 40 to 41. So it's uh, it starts scaling up there pretty pretty heavily. As much as the higher level monsters give a lot of EXP, you know, it's. I, it, but is it? Do you think it's a good trade off for the rate that you're spawning NMs and everything? By the by, the time you have that level rate, the number of N of NMs you have access to is so high 
mm-hmm. that I'm not really concerned about it. It's going to definitely slow down, but I feel like all the zones slow down at that point. Like you just have to make do with how many NMs you actually have access to. And it is what it is, you know? And if you get tired of it, just honestly challenge log for the last few levels. Like I'm always going to say if at any point down the, the later part of the line, you're just not digging it. Challenge logs are fucking God tier at this point. You do like levels. I don't even know how many levels you get in Onimos because I haven't. They when they buff challenge logs again before they buff challenge logs, the second time it was like one to seven for your first use of the challenge logs in Onimos. Mm-hmm. Then they buffed it. I don't know what it actually takes you to from one to whatever. If you're brand new to Eureka, and honestly, it's still super useful because it's a pers- it's based on how much EXP you need to level. So it's uh, pretty fucking nuts. Yeah, because right now I think uh, the um, the higher tiered uh, challenge logs give like two point something mil uh, for like the sixty ones and yeah, those. It's crazy. It's it's just it's going the leveling is going so much faster. That's why at this point the only thing I have to be pessimistic about potentially is the relic. Because I don't feel like the rest of Eureka's been done... Uh, the rest of Py- Pyros has been done poorly. The rest of Pyros so far has been done well. Yes. I hate to say it, but it's been, <laughs> it's been... And no, I don't regret to say it. I hate to say it. It's been done well. And I'm not even... We're not we're even done bit, talking about why. Yeah, we're just a bit jaded from uh, Pagos and Animos. That's it. I mean, That's it's... the only comparison we have. It's still Eureka. Like, if you didn't like Eureka before, this is going to make you like it. That's the bottom line. Like, if you hated it before, like, you might, if, if you were, like, okay with Animos, didn't like Pagos, you'll probably like Pyros. But if you've hated it since the beginning, I don't, Pyros isn't going to save it for you. No. Silver lining? At least it's not Diadem. Dude, there are times where Diadem looks like fucking golden pastures compared to no, Pagos, no, man. No, 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 never. Uh-uh. No. 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 Why would you say that? Because outside of the public dungeon in Diadem, I it could have been worse. It was just pointless. It was just the problem was it was pointless. And it wasn't good enough for the fact that it was pointless. Now Eureka's not good enough, but there's a reason. <laughs> like that's kind of how it is. There are times where Diadem just looks like Golden Pastures, especially compared to Pagos. I think you're going too far. <laughs> I really think you're going too far. No, trust me. If you ever see any of those like Diadem revival, like you know, like groups that go randomly back into old content, and you go into one of them that's doing Diadem, go back in. It's not the it's not the worst thing. But I don't want to. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to do Eureka either. You're fucking doing that. So what are you talking? What are you complaining about? <laughs> what are you complaining about? I mean, it's it's a it's a lesser of two evils thing. And right now, for me, Dude, Pagos is the worst of all evils. So, God, I really think you are you are giving Diadem more credit than it deserves. I mean, it giving it any like, credit. It yeah, exactly. It doesn't deserve that much credit, but still, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm just... I don't know. I just... Dude, Pagos is just... Ugh, not good. Not not 
Good. Yeah, and at least with Diadem, yeah, you could go in, just do the objectives and leave if you wanted to. But, you know, that was actually half the problem with Diadem. I always go back and forth between Diadem and Diadem, because it is Diadem, I think, properly. But I always called it Diadem, so. But yeah, I mean, it, that was kind of half the problem, though, because people could go in, get their shit, and get out, and then you were kind of fucked if you wanted to do anything after. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, it's not all the way there. But Pagos is... The worst. <laughs> it's just the worst. Okay. Anyway. So we have the EXP from the Notorious Monsters, which is really good. Another thing to touch on is the EXP from actual monsters, because they buffed that this patch, too. Yeah. Um, not so bad. It's, it's better than not so bad, dude. Dude. You... Okay, Sly, with no information. Okay. We were killing level 45 Clippers. Okay. You had to walk by those. You know where they are. Yeah. They mutate. You know, they mutate into a different type of crab. So we were we were just chaining them to try and get heat warped lockboxes because there's tactical and, and other types of uh, logograms in there. Mm -hmm. And we were all five levels under it. We had one person who was six levels under it. I want you to guess how much EXP a mutated crab on a chain 10 was worth now keep in mind chain 20 and 30 way more exp than a chain 10 so how much exp do you think a mutated crab gave to the level 39 player which was six levels under the crab on a chain 10 how much exp do you think it gave them i don't know if, by the way we had the elemental buff but i don't know if they had a potion of harmony we had the fairy buff for the 10 percent Come on. I was going to say maybe 400k. 512,000 EXP for one kill. Holy shit. <laughs> that's, Five. that's the bunny fate. That's a bunny fate. Dude, that's, that's a, a bunny fate and a half. Half. For one monster. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, the chain five was worth 250,000. <laughs> so they were like, if you're if you're using the right Logos actions to be able to kill mobs that are six levels higher than you as opposed to five, it's fucking ridiculous. You don't even need to get to chain 30. Fuck the chain 30. You just need to get to like chain 10 or 15, maybe 20 if you're feeling if you're feeling feisty, you know? It was fucking ridiculous. I mean, even we, like the people who were five levels under, we were getting thirty to forty thousand a kill. We got one hundred and twenty thousand EXP from a chain thirty at one point. That was from a non-mutated mob. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking cool with that. That's fucking fine EXP wise. That's better than what we were getting. Like fucking two thousand. Not even we we're getting like thirteen hundred EXP a kill at the beginning of Pagos when we needed however many millions there. Shit was yeah. terrible. <laughs> It is so much more tolerable. And half the time, I don't even finish a chain 30 because the fucking boss spawns. Unless I'm killing adapted or mutated mobs. So, really, and again, another story of, of Pyros, it's not even... Like, basically, there was one way you had to do Pyros. You would either, at the beginning, it was the chain, and then along with the train... Even when the train came back, I, I still couldn't... I wasn't super into the train in Pyros. It just wasn't the same. 
it was it was it was the way it was a way to do it that was like I hate this so much, just get me through it. But it wasn't like Onimos right. where it was like the way, you know. Yeah. Now, now we can say that we have a certified option. Like you can do either and be fine with either. And there's good reasons to do both because those heat warp lock boxes giving specific types of logograms means mutated mobs are always going to be somewhat in need. Elemental sprites are going to be in need for one type. I'm assuming the sleeping dragons are going to be a good source uh, going later down the line. Like there's there's a good variety of demand to do multiple things. The question is, is it ever going to come to a point where there's too many mandatory things to do? Because at some point these may become mandatory depending on how logos and the relic actually ends up panning out. It's questionable. But so far, EXP's crazy. Like if you if you have any sort of dedication to like making progress in there, make a lot more progress than you did in Pagos. Way more. So try try to do plus six. On, dude, go in as level 35, go right to the turtles, because those things adapt. They don't even mutate, so you don't even... Because when mobs mutate, they change their element, so it's kind of fucking annoying if they're six levels over you, because your kill speed just tanks. Uh, but on the Chalones, they only adapt, so they don't change element. So it's probably really good in there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very pleased with just the chain EXP, how fast the NMs spawn, how much EXP the NMs are worth, Bunny's giving EXP, getting fucking actions from everything. All the actions. Do you know there's an action that does a million damage to you, but does a shit ton? It's a suicide button to do a shit ton of damage to enemies in range of you, but you kill yourself. Is that the catastrophe one? That is the catastrophe one. I heard about that. I haven't seen it in action, though, but really? Yeah. Yeah, there's, again, there's just so many different actions <laughs> that are pretty fucking hilarious. And there's, there's dispels. That, oh, dude, so I'm just, I'm pleased. I'm quite pleased with Logos. It's, it's, it was, I was so skeptical about it, but it's just such a good, like, glue to tie all of Eureka together. Yeah. And this isn't the final one, is it? So that's the big thing that we need to question with Logos, because the they said the third zone, like, you really don't need the logo system in the third zone. They said they're just kind of putting it in there to get people familiar with it. So we are kind of OP by design with the logo system here. They said in the public dungeon for the fourth zone, which I'm very afraid of because of the public dungeons that we had in Diadem, they said you are going to need Logos actions for that. I don't trust any motherfucker other than myself. <laughs> so... That scares me. I don't trust none of y'all. Yeah. I'm scared. That I'm going to remain skeptical about because of their discussion of how important Logos will be for those in particular. I'm hoping that because of the sheer volume of people, it's like tolerable in a sense. Like somebody's going to have the actions that they need or the ones who don't, you know, enough people will have actions. Everyone's just going to bring Plate Bearer, as far as I'm concerned. They're just going to try and live with Plate Bearer, so we'll see. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this, dude, I love these Logos actions. <laughs> They're really good. This, I feel okay about duty actions because of Logos actions. 
but not in actual duties. Things I never heard, I've never thought I'd hear Happy say. This is the most interesting thing they've done with, and the problem is they don't. You don't even need a duty action like section for this. They could have done it a different way, but if they're gonna use duty actions, this is the most useful it's ever fucking been, as opposed to paint. Or fucking charging a elemental jammer, or the fucking yeah. omega jammer. Yeah, mash it, just fucking mash it. Oh god, it's so stupid. It's so it's just so forced in the other instances. And this, it is kind of forced, but it's a lot more flexible, a lot more interesting yeah. than the other duty actions. This is more like a cross class system than it is like a duty kind of thing. Is how it feels, but like a not shitty version of cross class. Which is also saying a lot. Yeah. Uh, man, what 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 else? There was one other thing. Oh, next thing for Pyros, getting around. Okay. <laughs> oh God, Sly, that doesn't sound good. No, no, not not for me. I mean, like getting around for everybody in the beginning is going to be shit. It's going to be shit. You're going to aggro like things you. Sh- probably shouldn't and it's okay it happens to everyone like that that's just that's just eureka in general i feel like like the the early places that you you have access to they were so they're so narrow it's so easy to aggro shit that you really shouldn't they they make it really easy and then once you get access to the first eighth right it's kind of an open area they put a lot of fucking enemies there that's that's yeah <laughs> it's they put a lot of fucking enemies dense out. it is really dense jesus. jesus like you go out you step outside and you look and like august didn't have this much i mean it there was it like it, no it didn't have this much no it, no you ever play the floors lava as a kid ready to jump from couch to couch it's yeah. like that it's like, whoa, can't touch the lava. Can't touch the lava. Jesus, did they load this place up. I think one thing they've kind of missed their opportunity with with Eureka still is educating people on different aggro types, though. Sly, how do you know if something is site aggro? Usually it doesn't have eyes. Well, that's how you know it is. It isn't site aggro if it doesn't have eyes. Is- yeah. Yeah, so if something has eyes, it generally aggroes by sight. If it doesn't, yeah. it generally either aggroes by sound or sound blood or, or magic. Sound, blood, or magic. Yeah. Sprites or elementals of any kind always aggro by magic. You cast magic near them, they're going to mm-hmm. fuck your day. Everyone in Eureka at some point who's played a caster has not realized there's an elemental too close. They take one blizzard to the face, and they're like, guys, I'm dead. There's a fucking elemental. I don't. That was a sprite. I'm sorry. Um, I think sound. a lot of people are familiar. Yeah, sound too. Sound is the one that I think people aren't too familiar with. I don't think a lot of people are familiar with blood, though. Blood, blood. Usually, you can figure out pretty quick, though, because you get up from somebody raising you, and you're like, "I'm dead," because they've raised me near another undead. Mm-hmm. You usually pick up on that. What a lot of people don't know is. They otherwise, a lot of the times, they otherwise don't aggro. You can literally walk past undead as long as you're not missing health. And uh, in this zone, in Eureka, it usually works just fine. Right. 
But sound is the one where there's a trick. So you mentioned a lot of those narrow corridors. Did you know if you toggle walk instead of run, you can kind of, you can just walk past them as long as you don't get it. It reduces the range at which they aggro. If you walk right on top of them, they can still aggro. But if you walk instead of run, you can just RP walk your way through a whole mob of enemies. The crabs, for example, are sound. So uh, just don't get too close and you're fine. So little tricks like that. And it helps that uh, you have access to most of the map fairly early on in Pyros. So, Sly, do you remember what the level was for the Etherites in Pagos? Or even Onimos, if you want to go all the way back there. Pagos. I remember it was spread. I remember it was, like, so far spread, like, between each one. Um, I don't remember the specific numbers for all of them. I kind of want to forget it. Um, Animos, Animos was really far spread too. Yeah, but it wasn't as far spread. I think it was like 9, 13, 17 or like 9, 13, 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Pagos, um, man. Yeah. Pagos was 21, 30, 30. <laughs> and 32. Yeah. Pyros? No. Not that bad. Um, What was it? Uh, 37 for your first one? Yes. And then was it 30? No, it wasn't 39. It It is 39. 39. 37, 39, 41, 42. 41. 41. Oh, and apparently Onimos was all nine. Once you hit nine, you could just use all of them. I'm thinking the mount was the one you got at 17. That's my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bam. So every two levels. 37, 39, 41, and you have all three etherites. And not only that, the level 38 quest takes you nearby the 37 and literally takes you directly to the level 39 one. The level 40 quest takes you not directly to, but right next to the level 41 one. Like not too far away. Like like, like a stone's throw. Yeah. Um traversal by etherite, not that bad this this time around, because you get them relatively quick. My only issue is in that I, the one thing I don't know about is mount. I'm assuming mounts are just 50. I just assume it's like either the level or like the second to last level, like 49 or 50. But I don't feel, I mean, with stuff like stealth this time around, like, you know, Logos actions like stealth or, uh, you know, if you understand aggro properly, the fact that I have access to the majority of the zone via etherite very early on is such a godsend. I, I, couldn't be happier with it it just oh god i think about pagos and i think about king igloo spawning and my only option being going from the first etherite or the or the the one at the main base or the first one you unlock and just watching this wall of people go through this little fucking narrow corridor the only way to the north side of the fucking map Dragons. Oh, by the way, don't forget right. that your fucking carbuncles and eggies and shit all aggro by sound. So if you're trying to skip yep. mobs that are aggroing by sound, put those fuckers away. Because they allowed. They just like, hey! Hey, we're going! I'm with this guy! Yeah, this one! Hey dragon! How you doing? I'm with him! They fucking murder everyone. So put those fuckers away when trying to avoid sound aggro. 
But just watching everybody just fucking die repeatedly working their way up to someone like King Igloo. All the low levels being like, I can't fucking get there. Either people stop rising me because they're trying to get to the NM. Or I'm fucking too slow because I just can't get there fast enough. The one issue I had with the dragon was like after it went and got a kill, it walks back. Goes to sleep <laughs> and then just punches somebody else in the face. Come back and like, I'm like, okay. Do you either stand still or keep walking? Or just, like, you know, because like sometimes I just get scared and wonder. This thing for me is that I, I'm just gonna keep walking. I, I, t- I did nothing. I made no noise. Doesn't see me. And I think there was one time, um, I think it was like at the low he spawn or going towards the low he spawn where he had to drop. Um, he dropped right on top of that motherfucker, didn't you? Like not even on top, like maybe an inch away from. And I wasn't even running or anything. I just dropped and he woke up and fucked me up. Yep. And there's more of them here. Don't forget. Yeah, there are. They're only in the volcano, though. They're, They're only deep in the volcano and they're pretty easy to get around comparatively. Yeah. So they actually give you a lot of space to work with to get around those dragons. Hell. You could even even if you um for the dragon across like around the corner from like Batman, um you could even run on the other side of it. It won't hear you. Yeah. So they give you a lot I of will never do that. I will walk every no, time, but no, no, absolutely not. And I, I saw I saw somebody do that. I'm like, you're fucking crazy. I'm just gonna keep walking. <laughs> okay. And I don't know how you got away with that, but I'm just gonna keep walking. I ain't taking no chances. That's the bottom line. None. But man, having access to the whole map, like everything I, I, the, all the most major issues, I'm sorry, all but one of the most major issues in Pagos have been addressed. How long, how part, how far apart level wise the etherites were, how quick the NMs were spawning, how worth it was it actually to chain monsters, how worth it was it to do the bunny fate. Still questionable on that because you don't always get a bunny, but at least it gives something every time now. And, I mean, I just need to finish the rest of Pyros. I need to see how this relic actually pans out because of the things that I've heard based on the data mining. It's it's cryptic, and at the same time, it's concerning because it doesn't sound like it's going to be a good step. It sounds like it's going to be a, like the most annoying step out of all of them by far. But I got to experience it for myself. But I mean, if you can, the best, the rest of the content's been built up. I'll say the one thing I'm still really upset about. And I'm really disappointed is there's still no level sync option for syncing down for the rest of your party outside of the Notorious Monsters. Like, I literally feel like there should be no reason this shouldn't have been a priority for this content. It's sti- Yes, you can NM train a lot easier now because of the way the new zone's built, mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop it from just being something that you fundamentally should have. And I just... I feel like with the... I kind of feel like with the devs, it was a choice. It shouldn't be, though. It it shouldn't be. I agree. But I feel like it was a choice in terms of either having that or having a really good um, spawn rate for NMs. I just, I don't, I feel like there's no excuse not to. I don't know what their reasoning is for it. I think there's no excuse to not have level sync. And it still remains to be the single most crippling factor of Eureka. Anamosi can get away with it. Pagos really fucking don't want to have to get away with it and honestly really can't get away with it pyros a little more of the same tomorrow i'm a bit afraid i'm not going to be able to find a party around my level 
and I don't just want to NM farm. I do want to be doing mutated mobs. I do want to be, you know, actually grinding a little bit to speed things up. I just don't think there's just no excuse for me. I, I don't, it just should be a priority for content like this. It just should be. That's it. I don't know. I'd love to hear an explanation as to why we don't have it. Or, or why they haven't implemented it, whether it's a technical issue or a lack of, they find there's a lack of need for such a limited scope. I don't know. Biggest failure in my part, my eyes. I'm going to say lack of need, but. Uh, maybe that's what they've determined, but. Yeah. With everything that we have right now, I, I was going to say lack, lack of need, but even that sounds fucking terrible. It's it just doesn't sound like a good reason, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, man, I'm just I'm just glad I don't hate Pyros. Eureka, in so many ways, could still be something so much more. This is the closest it's ever come, and I think honestly, even with the public dungeon, the next one, I have a feeling the next zone is going to be a very Pagos esque review that we're going to be giving it. I just have a feeling. You know what really gets, I mean, it, it doesn't really get to me, but one thing that really kind of weirds me out a little bit. Okay. Some people were actually hyped for this shit. <laughs> I, and, I didn't, and like, I didn't see that coming. No, no, no. <laughs> they kept telling me, Sly, Sly, I'm alarm clocking this shit. Like, are you hyped for Pyros? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? I would never I, be please, hyped for something like that. No. Please. Please, people, like, people, if you were hyped for this shit, please let me know why. Please let me know why you are so hyped to alarm I'll clock. give you one word, Sly. Content. I knew you were going there. I mean, do, we, do you really want to respect this content, though? Is this content worth respecting? Content. Uh, why? Just... Dude, there's a mount. There's a dude. There's a fucking hair. You don't alarm clock to unlock hairstyles, Sly. What kind of bitch move is that? For those mm, listening on audio crazy. only, he's just shaking his head. Y'all motherfuckers crazy. I don't know why y'all so hyped for this shit, Sly. I don't even have the aesthetician unlocked. Why the fuck do you think I care about the hairstyle? Sly, I, I've been playing this game for over five years. I don't have the aesthetician unlocked. Me either. Yeah, but you've also has you also haven't done Hildebrand, which was also in this patch. So you it doesn't done, it doesn't surprise me. I've done Hildebrand since four point Should do it. Oh, I'll get to it. It's been it's been like end of heaven's word quality Hildebrand so far. Okay. Which is acceptable. Not to me. It won't be acceptable unless you put a trial in there. That's just. That's well, just we're getting our trial at FanFest. Just pretend that's your trial form. Getting, we're also getting a couple more things. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that because we're, we're coming to the end of the Pyros review at this point. Overall, I got to 42, almost 43 today. In three and a half lockouts, and three and some change. Lockouts. Yeah, three and some change lockouts because we left early on a yeah. bunch of them. So, uh, thirty nine and three quarters in two lockouts. There you go. Well, two and a half, two and, two and, and some a half. change. Two and some change. Yeah. 
So yeah, not bad for a couple of lockouts that we had. So yeah, if you were thinking about it, if you're on the fence, do it. It's so much better. And if you hate it here. So here's another good thing. The okay. relic. Yes, you are going to need the for the weapon. You're going to need the Pagos weapon done before you can take it to the next step. But from what I understand, as long as you are unlocking the Logos actions, you are technically making the next steps available for when you complete the Pagos weapon. So if you're yep. so because you can buy Louis Ice with Pagos crystals at this point, and I am assuming that there are going to be plenty of people doing Pagos by the time the weekend rolls around. Probably not today as much. Probably some people doing it, but not as much because uh, you know, just I, I just don't imagine it's going to be super populated the day Pyros comes out. But I thought the same thing about Automos. And I was wrong. So, well, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, if you just want to get to Pyros, get leveled, and then maybe just eventually worry about the Relic, as long as you finish the Pagos quests, you can then go into Pyros and finish Py- and do all the Pyros stuff to at least, like, be relevant, uh, not relevant, I guess, recent, recent with that. Um, and you can save up Pyros crystals, or if you do want to do the Relic, and what getting the Logos actions will move you along that... Uh, you know, that unlock for being able to do the next steps and you can experience the story. So, which is still, there's a little bit more going on so far, but it's still not very satisfactory for me. Uh, and if you're worried about being behind on Eureka, Animos is still a breeze. You know, there's still a lot of people just go there, do their challenge logs every week and eventually they get caught up. Maybe catch a few NMs along the way to get stuff like the Pazuzu feathers and whatnot. Honestly, I hear people still spawn Pazuzu like super frequently. I hear if you do on Animos in like the evenings over on NA, it's like it's not a full instance, but it's still more than sufficient. I, I just Pagos is the one I'm worried about. So keep that in mind. Just challenge logs, man. Just don't even worry about anything but the challenge logs if you don't want to worry about well anything but the challenge logs. And you can do all those in Animos. You don't have to touch the other zones except for doing their but, quests. But still, still, but you know, if you have Pyros, um, you know, active, don't. Do your challenge logs and dude doing pyros challenge logs with your fucking logos actions helps helps having those logos actions for doing challenge logs man mm-hmm. oh, yeah animos is always full because people cap their tombstones there because it's such a fucking joke good idea mm-hmm. so first impressions we'll we'll revisit this in future weeks when we have more of an impression on it but first impressions and are weapons done probably. believe it or not good good first impression of pyros yeah again i mean let's not get crazy it's 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 still eureka i'm not i'm not yeah i'm not cuckoo for cocoa puffs over the shit like no you're loco for logograms i have the th- the chat said logo for logograms i changed it to loco for logograms I didn't even think about that. I wasn't even trying to do a setup, but sure. Yeah, but yeah, positive. Mostly positive for... for you, you almost had me say logograms. For py- Pyros. I'm proud. I'm proud of you, Sly. Okay, so with that, that was... We, we definitely wanted to make sure that... I'm sure we could go and talk about the weapons, the armor, stuff like that, but we, we really wanted to cover the core content of it um, and talk about how that's evolved. But there is something else that uh, we do want to talk about. It's definitely worth remembering that right now it is November 6th. Mm-hmm. We are but a, a little yeah. bit more than a week away from FanFest. Is it nine? Away. Isn't it technically nine? 
technically mm-hmm. 10 days. It's on the 16th, mm-hmm. it's on the 16th and the 17th. I mean, well, some people are getting there Wednesday, so. I'm getting there Wednesday. Yeah. I got it in my calendar right here. Yeah, I fly out on Wednesday the 14th. So, yeah, 16th. Literally 10 days from now. 10 days. We'll be getting our first peek at the expansion. And as such, FanFest is usually full of activities. It's also in Vegas. Everyone's fucked up while they're doing it the whole time. But uh, we we already uh, spoke a little bit about the panels uh, in the last yep. episode. We've now since found out more about the actual activities. That was the thing we said that they had kind of left out. So so we weren't really sure, like, outside of the main panels, like, what were we really going to get to do? Like, we knew about Yojimbo. We expected probably, like, a challenge roulette or something like that. But, you know, we, re- we really didn't have too much. We have since gotten some new details. And so we know what all the various activities there are going to be around the... Uh, around the actual con. And there's a much greater variety of activities this time than I feel like there normally is. And Sly seems really excited about most of them. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. That's a word. Yeah, so uh, the first one, we know the Yojimbo special battle, eight-player trial against Yojimbo. Um, <clears throat> get a full party and see if you can withstand his legendary blade, the Zanmato. Not much to say about that. We fought him once before. At, in the Kugane Castle dungeon. And now we'll get to see what they've cooked up for us here. We also assume that battle will be available in 4.5 or 4.55. So anyone who doesn't go, we expect you'll be able to experience it. I wonder what they what they would make for or in-game rewards. Or they'll stick them in the Or they'll stick them in the Ivalice as a 24 man. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Uh, we have the challenge roulette, which is where you spin two wheels. One is a primal or a trial, like Tsukiyomi or Shinryu or something. And the other is a wheel that gives you a modifier. The modifier can be like extreme. It can be like seven tanks, one healer. They've done all sorts of stuff over the years. Um, but it's basically for people looking for just kind of a random challenge with their friends. That one's always a great one. The rest of the events are nothing I expected. And I think that's a good thing. Because they're taking certain activities that we've... Is it? I think it is. I think they've shown a lot of more creativity and a lot. These are the kind of things that you go, oh, my God, I can't believe they do that. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Let's get in line. I mean, there's a different <laughs> context with that. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they do that. And then, like, oh, my God, I can't fucking believe they did that. Fuck. No, because a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff hits home for me. Like, there are activities that I, I remember doing with, like, friends and, like, other MMOs. But let's go okay. into what they actually are. So the first one's the Eureka right. Survival Challenge. I read that why and went. Do I want to do Eureka away from. So him? that's what I was thinking. I saw that and I was like, like "Why, why the fuck would you make me do Eureka? I don't even want to do it at home. Why would you make me want to do it at FanFest?" No. Then I then I read what it was, and it's literally not Eureka at all. It's just avoiding aggro on the monsters to reach the end of the goal. <laughs> oh, they're trying to teach people about aggro at FanFest. Hey, you yay. gonna learn? Woo. You gonna learn today? You gonna learn today? Let's it's, go. It's two four-player four teams racing to the end of a finish line. Yeah. That's, listen, if you're going to do anything with Eureka, that's the best option. Because yeah, we just good. spent all this time talking about different aggro types. And that's going to be really important if you want to win those races. If you need to know what mobs are sound aggro, which mobs are side aggro. Uh, you probably won't cast any spells, so I don't presume that to be much of an issue. But 
Uh, it also doesn't say which Eurekas you'll be, if it's Animos and Pagos, or if it's... Like, it doesn't say which ones you'll be in. It just says they Forbidden be Lands. Dicks and make it Pyros. I mean, if it's Pyros, it's going to be fresh on my mind, so probably the easiest time getting through that one. Really? With narrow, narrow passages and everything? Dude, literally, do you know what? This is literally like the equivalent of doing the Bunny Fates when you first enter. You understand this is literally the equivalent of doing the Pagos Bunny Fates at level 20. And... That shit took skill, okay? <laughs> Actually getting to half of those fucking areas as a level 20, that shit, it was fucking skill, okay? <laughs> and uh, I expect to see some skills on display at the Eureka Survival Challenge. Mm-hmm. I used to do shit like that. Like, I've done level 1 races between major cities in World of Warcraft. I've done it in Final Fantasy Eleven. I remember Denmo did his charity event where we were all level 15s and we marched around the world. We had to have the level fucking. Yeah, but we helped the we helped each other out with that. But it's still like events like that where you kind of traverse areas that you're not supposed to be traversing have always been kind of like this old school MMO staple of like player made content of just events being run by players. And I feel like that's kind of an ideal thing to have in a zone that's designed to be super dangerous. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. I'm very much looking, and I hope we get five Magi on the board so we can use it defensively. I like we can rotate it for different defenses in case we do aggro, but I don't know, man. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready to do this. Then your favorite activity is next. Um, the Kugane Tower Climb. Take a leap of faith or several to make your way up the Kugane Tower. How far can you climb during the time limit? The first 30 attendees each day that make it to the top of the tower... And the final jump down to the lamppost will receive an exciting prize. Dude, only 60 people are going to get that prize. How do you feel about that, Sly? Wait, what? I'm sorry. I lost, like, you lost me at um, Kugani Tower. Yeah. You love it. That's your favorite. What? What? Uh-huh. what? It's your favorite. Uh-huh. You always talk about how much you love it. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. So next is the um... no, but but we're not done talking about how that's such a. I would have never expected them to use the Kugane Tower climb as an actual event. It's a fucking great idea. You know this is your fucking fault, right? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm so proud about it. <laughs> I have nothing to do with this. I'm sure. I'm sure the team came up with this without my assistance. Puzzles that are in the game right now, like that is your fault. I'm thinking the devs watch us, and they probably do. And I just—they just, only watch that segment, though. They only watch that segment when you talk about fucking jumping puzzles. And I, this is your fault. Fly, you're a dragoon. This, this should your be your specialty. No, yeah, that that hasn't gotten old. Um, God damn, why? Just why? Because it's gonna be fun. I mean, you could have done like the Ninja Warrior thing. That would have been. Yeah, you understand the. I think the Ninja Warrior one is worse than the Kugane Tower, like the actual yeah, end yes. one, the actual tower. Yeah. Like Although to be fair, the jump down to the lamppost for me is the worst because that's going to be heartbreaking to see people miss that jump at FanFest. Making it to the top of Kugane Tower, not so bad. The nerves of making the jump—it's not a hard jump, but if you miss the jump down to the lamppost. I wonder if they'll count it if you accidentally, if you make the jump and then accidentally um, run off. You understand there's no reason for you. Like, as soon as you make the jump and you're committed, you can't change direction midair. You just take your hands off. Right. 
But in that split second of you landing, you... No, you hand, take your hands off the fucking keyboard or your controller. Ain't no, ain't no reason to be touching that if you're confident you're going to make that jump. Even if you're not confident, you can do nothing about it at this point. I I think that's going to be fucking hilarious. I hope we get Pityos Dungeon from 15 as a as a collaboration one day. Since chat just brought it up. That could be the 15 collab one day. Get the get a, get Pityos Ruins as a jump puzzle in 14. I'm down. I'm ready to go. I mean, let's be honest, we're not going to ever get a 15 collab. I don't know. 15's actually got... 15's got a live stream in, like, two days, I think. Who knows? Maybe... maybe. I mean, we're just expecting them to talk about, what, like... Phase 2 of the DLCs? Because we've heard nothing about it at this point. Yeah, I never know. Maybe they bring it up. Maybe they're like, hey, surprise! And we're like, ah! And then it's not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen at all. Sorry. Sorry. I have no faith we'll ever get a collaboration. <laughs> it's too. It's been too long, man. The next one. Apparently, I thought this was one person in particular's idea. Yep, same. It apparently wasn't. <laughs> I because I tweeted I tweeted it and she said her and Reinhardt worked on it and then Chenin claimed the original credit for the idea. It's mm. the dueling circle. And it's, you know, the dueling circle in game, it, it's you go right. there and you can challenge your opponent to a duel in PvP, right. a 1v1. Right. You're going to have to do that with a fight stick. Like an arcade fight stick. It just screams her, though, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. It really does. It really does scream Aya's name. It's less like... Yeah. Just... It's... It just... The only this is the first person I think about. No, and, we ain't talking shit. No, I'm just saying this. This is a you idea, Aya. That's all we're saying. It's not Chenin's idea at all. I don't care what she says. No, no. It's not even her birthday. She's been lied to. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need to call the Rio and make sure to get them to put that on the little front like little graphic and everything for the sign yeah just please please do that I'll, I'll try to make that happen thank you for reminding me i don't know if i should be impressed about this idea because it's probably the best pvp activity they probably could have come up with or upset mm -hmm. that you can fit all the pvp actions onto an arcade stack <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> I'm trying to think of what would be missing for me. I'm worried about moving. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be too worried. Properly. About like, I'm going to assume it's going to be somewhat like a PS4 controller, but not exactly yeah. like a PS4 controller. Yeah. Because you have two yeah, analog yeah. sticks on the. One is for camera, though. Exactly. Dude, I need to know where I'm looking. <laughs> Jeez. I need to know where I'm looking. Wow. That's going to be fucking hilarious. It is. There's going to be, you're going to, you're going to walk over to the dueling circle station and they're going to have like a screen up. That's going to show like two people dueling at the same time. And they're literally just going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> One day they'll hit each other. I promise. <laughs> 
Oh, that's that's mm. gonna be wonderful. Then this last one, I don't know how this works. Me either. This last one is the fashion leader live. Now, my first thought is it's like eight people are given like an inventory full of stuff, and they mm-hmm. have to get like the highest score on like the fashion report, like the one the one that gets the highest score gets the fashion report. But I don't know if that's it. Like I, I don't know. The description is: Can come show everyone why glamour is the true end game. Bring the fashionista skills that you've honed in game and see if you can earn the title of fashion leader live. I, I don't know what that actually is. I don't know if it's like voted on by the people who are running the booth. I don't know if it's just the I, I, NPC. I don't know if they actually have like an, a real glamour dresser and you're going to pull clothes out of it and you like actually like real life glamour. I don't know. Either. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. If it's fucking real life glamour, it's, that's a lot of work because I know cosplayers that put a fucking ton of effort and shit and I don't think anyone's going to look nearly as good as half of them. That should have been the name of the cosplay contest. What? Fashion, fashion Leader Live? Yeah. It's the real Fashion, fashion Leader. Yeah. They also have Gold Saucer minigames, and I'm kind of confused about one of these. So Crystal Tower Striker and Monster Toss are pretty straightforward. You know, Crystal mm-hmm. Tower, Tower Striker is a strength game. Monster t- uh, Toss Live is just free throws with a monster, uh, which is, you know, free throws, whatever. You know, everyone's done that arcade game before. But the Chocobo Racing one is roll your Gasol Greens down the track as motivation for your bow as it speeds to the finish line. Has that been at another one? Because I don't understand. that. What is that? Like, what is it actually? We have live baby chicks. It's Chocobos. What, you just throw feed in front of them? Get your ass to the end there! Making it sound like this is just... Roll a ball. Oh, you roll a ball into a hole, and depending on which hole you landed in, it moves a certain number of spaces. Apparently, uh, I never, I never played one of those. Sounds. Oh, wait a minute. No, see, I've played ones like that, but I've done it with like the water shooters, where you have to aim it at the bullseye. Yeah, like that's not I'm used to at like state fairs. Is that never like throwing? Like I've I've played it with water shooters, but not any other one but now it's it's starting to sound a bit familiar i just never played that one just never never my style uh i just want real baby chicks that actually do races that you just dude those things are gonna be scarred by the time they're done not like physically but like emotionally yeah you fucking suck i got the shitty one (laughs) get your ass in there it's gonna be a shitty one it just does work every five races and then just takes a takes a break. We're in Vegas. You know how much I put on you. I brought ten whole dollars. Good times. Great times. Okay, now now I understand what it is. Yeah, I've never played a skee ball race before. I've just never done it. So no childhood, I guess. Sounds like the party finder. Yeah, take that ex- <laughs> take that exact quote. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> it's exact. It's exact. You don't even have to change the quote at all. You know how much I have riding on this on this duty. Got ten minutes before the reset. 
We're not getting the clear. That's it. <laughs> We're not getting the clear. Just got to accept it. They can just rename that the Party Finder. Yep. Real Life Party Finder. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of different events. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I probably won't actually participate in too many. I spend so much of the time either at the panels. So, like, standing in line for other things, unless the lines are really short, I'm always afraid of not being sitting for the panels and stuff like stuff like that or, like, going to get food or talking to people or whatnot. But I feel like this is a, a really good spread of activities. So, I'm real, they did a, a great job coming up with unique ideas. No fucking 72-man front lines like the first one, which was a goddamn disaster. No speedrunning dungeons like the first one, which... <sighs> this, dude, the dungeon speedruns, in theory, should have been good. But when I... Fucking fly. When I realized that, the, <laughs> that most people were doing one pull at a time, I was like, okay. Yeah. I this, this is not good. <laughs> no actual feast. They're just going to only have the feast be um, for the regional championship. Yep. So uh, I think these are more fun anyone can do at activities. And uh, I think they did a good job coming up with the activities this year and really throwing their own flair on it. Yeah, your favorite one. Fly, what would it take for you to get in the line for the Kugane Tower Clam? And for me to record it. Me to be as drunk as possible, which I don't plan on getting as drunk as possible there. Is no, I'm old. He didn't say he no. wouldn't do it. He said he doesn't plan on it. No, it's just not gonna happen. No. no. That smile says otherwise, Sly. No. Absolutely not. That smile says otherwise. You almost sound like you think it's a great idea. I think it's a horrible idea. I think you know it's a horrible idea, but it's it, it's like the Grinch. You had a wonderful, awful idea. <laughs> we got Sly Grinch. <laughs> okay, him taking me to Hooters. He'll actually. I won't do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's something that will pretty, not happen. Pretty much, pretty much any other condition <clears throat> I might chip chip in for, not for that. <laughs> like, so even if I would have succeeded, and I would have, I wouldn't go to Hooters with you if you succeeded. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Granted, that's one of those bets I could feel like I could make in good conscience that I would never have to make good on it. But you know, yeah, yeah. There's like a 1% chance of it actually happening, but he wouldn't even take that risk. No. It'd be like if, if you win it, I have to I have to dress up as Waka with a blitz ball. You know, that's no, no, that's not that, that's not that bad. But I hate blitz ball. And Waka's racist. He is. Yeah, so <laughs> two things I really don't want involved with me. <clears throat> and I'm and I do and I'll do both. Just be like, those damn owl beds. Them and their machina. Dude, fucking fly. I can't hit him. Actually, I don't think it's a fly. I think it's something else. Okay. Anyway. Well, yeah, those are the um, events or activities um, posted for FanFest next week. Uh, please look forward to it. Hi. 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 And, uh, yeah. I don't know what we're doing for next week's show. I still don't know if we're doing a Tuesday show and then 
like, I don't know, doing something later. I don't know, because if we do next week's show, literally, it's it's two days before registration, three days before the show. And the only thing we really have to go over is Pyros again. Like, a week yeah. into Pyros is, like, the only thing we could reasonably talk about. So, do we take a break and come back with a jam-packed show? I mean, we have a lot of jam-packed shows, because we probably want to talk about the actual keynote, the live letter. The keynote and the live letter, I don't even know if we can fit that in a show. Like, we might need to do, like two shows that we might need to do tuesday and friday that week that's the case yeah oh wait well we can't because it's thanksgiving thanksgiving's thursday so i'd assume we wouldn't want to do friday because you know family time uh i mean not that you know day after is is itis day it's it's leftover turkey sandwich day or for me ham sandwich because i'm doing ham honey baked ham oh so good i might just do a fucking steak yeah yeah so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's going to be a lot of shows. It's going to be a lot of jam-packed shows. But I don't know what we're going to do next week. We're going to I'd say we leave that tentative. We're probably going to end up skipping next week's show. Maybe bring back a segment or something. We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted about that one. But on that note, I think we can wrap up the show. You can do your anime night. I can uh, pass the fuck out. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, so uh, before we do our sign-offs, I just want to remind everyone that every week we do have a Steel Series giveaway. They sponsor my channel, they sponsor State of the Realm, and they give us free shit every month. So if you want to enter for a chance to win that, go to the YouTube video. You can go to last week's at this point, or you can wait till this one comes out tomorrow. And go to the description and enter the Gleam giveaway that is there. It is for one prize with $79.99 USD or less, but as long as Steel Series ships to your country then you are eligible to enter. You don't need to be from the U.S. Uh, it's $79.99 USD, and there's quite a few decent things that you can get from that. So thank you to Steel Series for sponsoring my channel and this show, because free shit is something everybody likes. We also have to thank our patron sponsors, of course, Sly. Yes, we do. I've, I've fixed up the list a little bit this week. Good. I feel like Good. there's still probably a few things that are off, but I went through a bunch of names and made sure that Took out some some old ones, you know, made sure to add in some new ones. Uh, but, of course, we've got to start with our Patrons of Light for that one. And for that, we have to start with uh, Kujacross on Genova, who always provides us with some good-looking screenshots. This one, not Mimi. Mm -hmm. This one's pretty straightforward, but always, always looking good. So, thank you, for Kujacross, for being a Patron of Light, as always. And uh, we also have uh, Kern and I, who decided to provide me with a Final Fantasy XIV image this week. And uh, of one of my favorite things, uh, Namazu. What? I love the Namazus. It's also looking like Maximum Edge. Kern, I got this that Samurai Edge right there. Yeah. He's going to make some cat. Dude, he's going to cook that. He's going to cook those Namazu for uh, what's her name for Serena. She's just mouth-watering right now. Got that legacy tattoo on the back of the neck, the OG. Looking good. Looking good. So thank you to our yep. two patrons of light for supporting. But we also have a bunch of other patrons. I got the list right here. All right, so we have to thank our standard sponsors for State of the Realm. 
Uh, we have Carol, Ray, Senchi, Shadowlink on Tomberry, Dom, Sukawik from Genova, Lamillion Eller of Midgard's Armor, Saren the Fennel Family, Jano Yatsu, Kifka and the Great Eagles from Exodus, Dark Graver, Katayoshi, Skin from Ragnarok, Rhinelander West lost the Purple, Purple Warrior, Agic Red Steel, Lexi Valentine, Mentar and the Revivus FC from Zodiac, Sarukuma Tribes from Genova, Renoa Chikara, Goisha uh, Valfern of Siren, Phoenix Down, FC on Goblin, and Saren from Zodiac. We also have our elite State of the Realm sponsors. We have Alchemy, Shinka, Casual Heroes FC on Midgard's Armor, Tatachitaka on Hyperion, Kanazuki of Genova, Ustarla on Coral, Sethal, Sarah Frost from Behemoth, Holy Tabasco, Red Thorn, Asurak, Crass 015, Mustang, Serenity FC on Ultras, Kat Kazuma, Ignis Farragon from Excalibur, Velestra of Famfrit, Noct Quarters from Excalibur, Krobos Moonscar, Private Mikey, Nodding Kirisame, Rudy Rudiger, Ten Colossus, Raul Jr., and Kiltastic Jones. Thank you to our sponsors over on Le Patreon. Thank you so much for combating hashtag demonetized. And you know what else? Sly, what else? Time for you to say goodbye for this week. Oh, not for good. That'd be fucked up. Imagine I told you you were fired right now. Sad, sad, sad news, man. Sad face. Sad face. Sad face. Yeah, sorry. We only let people level 40 plus in Pyros beyond this show. You're only 39, so just couldn't allow it. Damn it. Also, only people who are willing to do the Kugane Tower live at FanFest. See, see, really? There you go. It's only ones allowed on the show. I mean, it's it's it was in the fine print. You should have read it four years ago, you know. Right. Before we even knew about Kagami. Yeah, Tower. no, no, we knew. Yeah. We, I promise. Yeah. Okay. You got anything you want to say to the people before we end the show? Like a um, sign off? Hi, I'm, I'm Sly. I, I played again, I played too many goddamn video games. Then I don't have time to play these video games because I'm at cons. So <clears throat> you can find me on twitch.tv slash slyakgreyfox whenever I'm here. Um, Twitter at slythefox, youtube.com slash development room, uh, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash slyakgreyfox, instagram.com slash slyakgreyfox07. Um, yeah, this week I'm going to be at Onicon. Uh, starting Thursday through Sunday, and then next week is FanFest. So between the next two weeks, I'll only be streaming for three days. Fun times. Fun times. Great times. Uh, Happy, what about you? Uh, Where can they find you? You can find me at twitch.tv, youtube.com twitter.com facebook.com and instagram.com or in the instagram app at mr happy one two two seven and uh i i pyro i got let's see what do i got i got pyros fortuna for warframe comes out this week so i gotta get the garuda frame because as a 14 player how can i not go get garuda frame got chaos raids and maple story 2 coming out this week final fantasy 11 has free login starting on november 9th uh i feel like i'm missing something in what my week is is supposed to have i mean world of final fantasy every every time like because there's so many things world of final fantasy maxima came out today so i need to download the dlc pack for that and do the new stuff um spyro comes out soon uh so many things fan fest just it's gonna be busy thanksgiving thanksgiving yeah well you know um i'll eat and then i'll stream so (laughs) probably stream on thanksgiving to be honest but you know 
because yeah. Mel and I will have dinner in the evening and then I'll stream during the day. So, yeah, it's uh, we got busy times coming up. So, a lot of streams, a lot of, a lot of streams coming up soon. But uh, anyway, on that note, I think we can wrap the show, Sly. Yes, we can. All right. We, so, um, we again, we will let you know about next week if, if we will have a show or not. We'll let you know via Twitter and whatnot. So. Keep your eyes hosted at either my my Twitter or Mike's um, at Mr. Happy One Two Two Seven at Slide the Fox. Oh, I'm gonna punch um, you in the face, cat. He's scratching the carpet. And uh, yeah, um, thanks for coming out to this week's Stay of the Realm. We hope to see you either next week or whenever we see you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.